many transitions do you ride in each ride? I think like as riders, we underestimate the amount of time we actually create transitions with our horse while we ride. Now, what if you could use those transitions really intentionally to maybe correct or upgrade something important? It'd be great, wouldn't it? That's what I want to talk about today, how you can use transitions to actually improve your posture in your riding. Okay, let's dive in. Hey there, and welcome to the Daily Strides podcast. My name is Lorna Leeson. I'm an equestrian trainer and coach, and I help riders everywhere just to make the most of their riding, improve things, and also do it in a way that they can train their horses to improve as well. So if that's you, glad you're here. So let's be honest, your posture is probably not the most exciting topic I could talk about <laughs> on the podcast. And yet, bad posture, poor posture, okay, is something that really and truly affects so many riders. And they don't even seem to realize it a lot of the time. They kind of think that, oh no, it's something else. And, you know, they'll go about if you want to trying to fix the symptoms. Whereas at the end of the day, the root cause is actually due to poor posture. So I think that as a rider, it is something that we should focus on. And I think transitions are a great way to do it because, well, at the end of the day, transitions just have this like special ability to put a spotlight on any sort of weaknesses that are present, whether it be in the horse or the rider. And what I want to do is help you now use transitions this week with your horse to start to really and truly either upgrade, improve or change your posture and your habits surrounding your posture as well, okay? So first and foremost, I think that it's really important to have a clear idea about what you want before the transition. Now, obviously, I feel like Captain Obvious here. Um, <laughs> but what I mean is very often we do things okay, without really thinking about it. It's kind of like driving the car. You never really think about driving the car, do you? It's only when you're put in a bit of a sticky situation that you actually begin to think about it. And horse riding is very similar. We often ride transitions up and down and we do it like all day long. Like I said at the beginning, how many transitions do you ride each ride? Like so many. But sometimes we just do it. We don't think about what we're doing in order to achieve that. And I think that one of the most important things that you need to be able to do is to actually move out of autopilot and to become really present with regards to how you're using your body. And where I'm going to suggest you do this initially is actually in the original gate, okay? So obviously with a transition, we can transition inside of a gate, but we can also transition between gates. And when we are doing just the gate itself, so let's say we're working on establishing and then maintaining a good quality trot okay for example and then we're going to use the transition into canter to begin working on our um our posture we can actually within the trot itself before we ever get to canter we can start to really think about what we're doing with our body and what we're doing maybe with our chest and our shoulders are we carrying ourselves are we engaged and like your seat what are your what's your seat doing and what are your hands doing okay 
all of these different questions that you can really and truly begin to just put your awareness onto and to just focus a little bit. I do think that if there's anything showing up there, um, it's important to begin to correct that in the gate rather than trying to use the transition itself to correct it. There's a lot happening inside of a transition. So you can use just the gate itself to fix it. So it could be maybe you've noticed, hold on, I've begun to like collapse my inside shoulder every time I go through a bend or a corner. Okay. Or you could notice that maybe your seat, you're getting a little bit heavy with your seat through the half halt or, you know, there's, there's all these little things that we can do and we don't even realize we're doing them. And then it's only by really and truly focusing and getting present with ourselves as riders that we can see what's going on. So that is my first suggestion. From there, then you're going to start practicing the transitions between walk and halt. Okay. I often think that many riders, they see this as being really boring. Like they're like, ah, the boring stuff. But what if you began to really and truly think of the time in walk as being like a real investment in your riding and in your horse's training and how you can actually use that time in walk to almost like propel the two of you forwards a little bit more, okay? So by using those transitions from walk to halt, you can really focus on being as consistent as you can and also on the quality of the walk and the halt itself, okay? When you're able to really and truly ride consistently good transitions between walk and halt, and remember the transitions are only going to be as good as what you're doing. So it's really important, like you can use this, you can use all that knowledge and all that kind of feedback almost that you're creating for yourself. Then you can begin to put the trot in okay you but get it right first between walk and halt notice how well you can maintain both your posture your position and also the positive tension through your body and that's what i want to kind of talk about next is the fact that very often as riders we we get the tension a little bit wrong okay so obviously relaxation is managing tension when it comes to horses and when we are managing that tension part of it becomes being able to manage the tension in the gate before the transition manage it through the transition and then manage it in wherever you find yourself after the transition as well and then being able to smooth or blend all of those together so it doesn't look kind of jumpy and jerky and all over the place and being able to do that for ourselves is a challenge enough but then also when you add the horse into the mix and now you're helping your horse to also manage tension it can be a real big challenge but it's really important to understand that okay there is this responsibility that we have as riders about smoothing out the tension levels okay so that it all blends together we have to be able to feel that first of all so to feel it we must be aware of it and then also we need to be able to respond um, in a timely fashion but also correctly in order to actually allow that and to allow it to blend through I think that that's really important sometimes I feel that riders who have too much tensions in their body they almost like contract their body through the transitions okay like you'll see them their arms and their shoulders kind of all I don't know, get tight and 
almost like come back to their body, okay? And then also you might see that they might begin to lean, okay? Your goal as a rider is that as you're riding through the transitions, all of the transitions, you're able to begin identifying the correct level of tension and then also being able to, as I said, smooth it all out, blend it all through so there's no kind of abrupt that was then and this is now it must all be nice and smooth and blended all the way through I think that that's really important as well okay and while you're doing this you want to work on just the general alignment through your body as well because if the alignment is gone out it can often be uh, like a symptom of something else maybe position related that's going on so when you're paying attention to the alignment it's going to help you to really and truly notice anything there that's potentially causing um the posture to not be as good as well position and posture are two different things but they have to work together and kind of what ties them together is this alignment okay when you have the good basic alignment you are going to be able to notice that and of course in order for it all to work together there has to be self-carriage through your body what you'll often find is when you get tired okay so if you're riding maybe and you're 40 minutes in and you've done maybe a lot of different work or whatever the case is and you're feeling tired what you'll find very often is that you stop really carrying through your body and of course the knock-on effect of that is the posture becomes if you want slouched or kind of crumpled almost okay people begin to ride like hamsters but also then what you'll also notice is that your position will begin to change so it is really important to keep an eye on that as you're working through this okay so what I'm going to suggest you do is through this week begin thinking about what is being highlighted? Like notice that first, okay? What's being highlighted here as I ride through these transitions? What is really and truly showing up for me? And then from there, begin thinking about how you could begin to improve that. Remember, if your posture is being affected every time you ride a transition, you are losing so much time, like so many strides if you want, each time you get into the new gate or each time you've, just after you've completed the transition, trying to like fix or to, to re-establish what you've lost. So if you can spend your time on focusing on being able to remain, I don't know, like, remain I don't use the word correct okay but in balance or in harmony that's maybe a better way to say it if you can use that time to remain in harmony with yourself and with your horse through the transitions you're going to find that that is really and truly going to kind of change things up for you in your in your riding and it's going to also give your horse then the space to begin improving and kind of if you want just becoming a better version of himself as well because now you're almost like by lifting up yourself or leveling up yourself you're inviting him to come with and it's going to have this positive effect on both of you so give it a go tell me how it goes and like last week I'm going to suggest that if you are finding that maybe your fitness could do it a little bit of a, a help pop over to equestrianfitnesschallenge.com and get the free challenge there and you know, test yourself. Let, let's see what you can do. And let's see what needs work in your riding. Okay, I'm going to leave it at that. Have a super day. Keep well. And I'll chat to you soon. Be good. Bye.